Hi guys, this is Dean. I'm wanting to wish all of you a very Merry Christmas, uh, December 25th, uh, 2020. Um, this has been a very challenging year for all of us uh, with coronavirus, uh, a very contentious election, um, rioting in the streets, and all kinds of just craziness. And uh, I think a lot of people are wondering where God is in this in this situation and in the things that are happening in our world and the things that are going on and I just wanted to remind us what Christmas is all about. Uh, I mean, we all love presents. We we all love the lights and the decorations and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, there's a lot of myths around Christmas. Uh, I mean, it's very possible Jesus wasn't even born in December, but we have chosen a day to celebrate his birth and um and i just want to remind us that that's what it's all about you know uh, i love seeing the signs that say jesus is the reason for the season but you know when you think about it jesus is the reason for every season not just christmas and that's the thing is that many of us focus on this christmas season and um and it's good. I mean, people go to church that don't ordinarily go to church and, and people are thinking about Jesus that don't think about Jesus the rest of the year, you know. So it's it does have its pluses. But, uh, you know, I just wanted to remind us what it's all about. Um, a lot of us focus on the baby Jesus being born in a manger, which is obviously really good and it's uh you know the big beginning of what he did but it um but it was only the beginning um jesus it, and you know many of us i mean who doesn't love babies everyone loves babies right and everyone loves the thought of jesus being born in a manger and you know surrounded by animals and all that kind of thing and you know all that's great and wonderful and stuff but you know um if Jesus had just been born and uh, that's that was the end of the story, then this world be, would be a far different place. Right? The important thing about Jesus being born was the life that he lived and the fact that he lived a sinless life. Um, the fact that uh, he, he lived among the poor and the broken and he died on a cross for our sins, and then he rose again on the third day from the grave, um, you know, to to grant us forgiveness of our sins. Those are the important things to remember. I mean, it's not just the fact that he was born, that which is great and wonderful, but it's the fact of his life and his uh, his death and his resurrection, and uh, again, some people are looking at the events of you know, what's going on in the world and the things that are happening. And they're like, where is God in all the midst of this? And to me, that is what the Christmas story is all about. Or not just the Christmas story, but that is that is the focus of it. Um, you know, we see injustice all around us. We see suffering. We see people that are broken and, and uh, a lot of sadness and a lot of heartache in this world. And and a lot of people are asking, well, where, where is God in the midst of all this? And Christmas um, reminds us where God is. God sent his son from heaven to come walk in our shoes. 
Jesus, for 33 years or so, came and lived like we do. And he didn't live like a king. He didn't live like a rock star. He didn't live like, uh, you know, some rich, untouchable person. He lived like we did. He he was a poor. He was poor. Um, even when um, Joseph and Mary dedicated him, there were in the temple, which is what Jewish parents would do to their children and stuff. They would dedicate their children in the temple. And your your basic middle class Jews and upper class Jews would you know sacrifice a lamb you know but the poor Jews would sacrifice birds which is what Joseph and Mary did for Jesus and so in all of his life Jesus um, again didn't live in in palaces he didn't live in uh, he he wasn't wealthy he he walked and he lived. Uh, basically in the streets, you know, he lived with, uh, you know, he, he rubbed shoulders with prostitutes and tax collectors and sinners and the worst of the worst. And so when we ask, well, where is God? Well, it brings us back to the life of Jesus and the fact that God walked among us. And he didn't do it in in some kind of uh, sheltered way. He didn't do it in some kind of... Um, way that he was separated from evil, where he was separated from hardship. I mean, look at Jesus. We we have no idea what happened to Joseph. Um, the best guess is that he probably died um, while Jesus was younger or whatever and, and things. And, um, and so Jesus experienced hardship and he didn't ex- experience a life of ease and a life of comfort, but he know, knew God in the flesh knew what it was to suffer, knew what it was to experience hard times, knew what it was to um, walk in our shoes. So we have a God that is not distant from us. And that's what Christmas is all about. God is not distant from us. He is Emmanuel, God with us. And he came and dwelt among us, not in temples, not in in palaces, but with the poor and the lowly and the humble and the worst dregs of humanity. And so he did that to show us that he is a God of mercy and compassion and he knows where we're at and he knows where you're at today. And he wants to come and he wants to dwell in your heart and he wants to come and reveal himself to you. He is, again, not a God who's distant, not a God who's insulated from our sufferings, not a God who's insulated from our trials, but a God who has walked in our trials, who has walked with us. Jesus lived a perfectly sinless life and he was tortured and put to death on a cross for us. God in the flesh. He could have called down legions of angels, but he went to the cross willingly for you and for me because that's who he is and that Jesus is in very nature God. And so when Jesus walked among us, he reflected the nature of who God is. And so this Christmas season, I just want us to turn our attention to him to the one who knows your sufferings, to the one who knows your pains, the one who has walked in your shoes, and the one who cares about you, and the one who has the best plans for you. We live our lives, and 
you know, for those of you who who just go to Christmas or just go to church on on Christmas and Easter, you're selling yourself short. Okay, that's all there is to it. God wants to have a relationship with you, and for this very reason, God sent His Son on Earth so that we could know Him. And again, He is not this harsh angry God that just wants to destroy everything in his path or everyone that ever does anything wrong. His heart and his arms are wide open. He says, anyone who will come to me, I will not cast out. And so today, Christmas Day 2020, God is calling for you. If you do not know him, come to him, submit yourself to him and and say, Lord, I, I renounce my ways. I renounce my selfishness, my pride. The thing is, is, is all 90% of all the pain in the world, the suffering in the world is caused as a direct result of sin, as a direct result of selfishness, as a direct result of someone's pride. Somebody wants something that belongs to someone else. And so they take it by force. Jesus came and laid down his life. He was, God is the most humble person in the universe. Jesus was the most humble person on the earth when he walked on the earth. He's not changed. He's still the same today, yesterday, today, and forever. He is the same. And if you will come to him and lay down your life, lay down your sins, lay down your selfishness, lay down your pride, lay down all the self-seeking and come to him humbly and say, Lord, I want to follow you with all my heart. He will reveal himself to you. And if you ask him, he will send his Holy Spirit to come, come into your heart and to guide you daily. And to show you how to live a life that glorifies Him. And that's what Christmas is all about. He is calling you. He is calling me to come and lay down ourselves. Our self-life. Our selfishness. Our pride. Our resentment. Our anger. Our unforgiveness. Our bitterness. All these things. And to love one another as He loved us. And the only way that we can truly love other people is by allowing him to live his life in us. And that's what he wants to do. Okay? So, again, Merry Christmas to all of you. Um, I pray that the coming year will be blessing to you. I pray that this coming year that you will draw nearer to him and that you will open your heart more and more and more to allow more and more of his Holy Spirit to come into you. And I pray that prayer for myself and my family. And... uh That's how we're going to see peace in this world. There's no other way. There's no other way to see see healing in this earth except by the Spirit of God. And that's what we need. We need Him to come again on this earth and touch the hearts of mankind. Amen? God bless you guys. Thank you.